I got some feedback. Hmm? From who? We need to uh, issue an official correction. What? Uh, to the episode. Because there is a very big error in the episode. And we need to take it really serious. It is not Martin and Sylvia's kitchen. It's Sylvia's kitchen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing so much when she, when she told me. I stand corrected. It was me who said it. <laughs> Hello boys, how are you doing today? I'm really doing fine today. It's recording day, as I remember to say, and uh, I have been uh, doing quite a lot on my desk, so I'm really looking forward to today and our talk. What about you, Michael? I'm good. I have uh, completed my 20th revision of my desk setup. And then I've been reading books a lot, actually. been uh, reading... Uh, the whole thing on uh, Anna Applebaum on Russia and Ukraine, just to brush up my history. And then a book from a guy called Trip Mickey about how Apple became a trillion-dollar company and lost its soul. So that was what I did. And then I've been to Stockholm, stuff like that. What about you, Martin? Yeah, it's been a, a tough week. It's been a lot on in my calendar, work-wise mainly. Uh, but that, that's a good thing, isn't it? Mm. But I haven't done super much with my desk uh, or uh, um, I create a keyboard maestro macro actually during the week that I'm quite happy with. And if you don't know what keyboard maestro is, it's a small Mac OS application that you just run in the background and you can use that to automate things. And one thing that it has is a clipboard manager or a clipboard history manager. So it actually remembers your clipboard. So you can go back in time and you can have multiple things there. So it's it's super fantastic. And one thing that I run into quite often is, you know, you get an email there with a link in Outlook. Mm. And Outlook do these safe links things. And it's really a good thing in, in the, the, the thinking of it. But if you have a one-time link, so you can only click that link once and then it expire. That doesn't work well with safe links because they will be expired all the time mm -hmm. when you click those links. Yeah. So my keyboard maestro macro essentially is that I copy the link to my clipboard history switcher and then I have a macro that removes those parts and I can just paste that into the URL. It takes two seconds and no save links. And the one-time link isn't expired. So that's that's what I did. Uh, th that's the most interesting thing during, <laughs> during this week, I think. Nerd-wise, at least. Nerd-wise, yeah. How about you, Michael? Yeah, well, uh, besides from reading books, as I said, I was in Stockholm, so I was up there visiting all my lovely colleagues, which happens very rarely. So I took the car to Stockholm and was up there for 20 hours or something, and then I drove back again. I had a little bit of sleep, so that took the most of my week, even though it was only over two days. I was really tired when I got back. Yeah, yeah. On the nerd side, I've been working a little bit with virtual machines on the Synology. And uh, now I have uh, two virtual Debian Unix VMs running, which I'm experimenting a little bit with. That's nice. So I'm running some scripts for DNS checking and seeing whether Martin has gone into pReject, which he has not, on ah, any of his domains. <laughs> so stuff like that. Then I'm working a lot with my SSH passwordless setup and uh, yeah, stuff like that. How about Jens? I've been working in the office trying to make this a new setup and inspired partly by the work I heard on Martin on Cuts, the Dane came to her uh, and 
partly by my son has moved to another room and that process starting over for him and setting the room up and that's been quite inspiring and then i thought well what a nice desk he had now and i i also want a nice hmm, desk maybe uh, i could have one myself yeah <laughs> yeah so i did quite some cleanup and then moved some cable stuff but we're going to discuss that of course in details later but it was quite a nicer journey and then we had an old wii gaming box and there was a television on his new room so we just attached it and had a retro gaming experience. It still works. Yeah. It's still nice. Yeah. So that was my week. Yeah. So we are going to talk about this setup today. Yes, we are. And uh, truth be told, this is the second recording on the same topic. And why is that, Michael? Tell us, why, why do we need to record this again? I mean, the true story is that we made the first recording on this topic because we wanted to have something to release for our summer vacation. And then everything started just to change a lot. We yeah. got new computers and we got new devices and we made a lot of changes. And it kind of became a thing between us that oh, I'm moving that little thing over there and I'm putting my speakers, speakers on the wall and stuff like that. Yeah, so an update really was duly needed to desk descriptions. <laughs> Far away from reality if we had released the first episode, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So let's see if we remember all the good stories from recording one. I have no memory at all. I have my guppy memory. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we recorded something, but I don't remember what it was. So I heard it yesterday. Okay, that's maybe a good thing. Yeah. So uh, do you want to start, Michael, to describe your, or should we start with Jens? Or, uh... I think we should start with Michael and see if we have any time left. <laughs> I think we should start with Jens. Okay, I'm voting the same. Let's start with Jens. And just so the audience knows, we have all taken pictures mm -hmm. just before this episode. And they are going to be in the show notes, or at least they're going to be visible on smartare.tech, so on the website. So you can, can find them there in the release of the episode. Yeah. So uh, if you are interested in what we're talking about, you can actually see a visual uh, representations of our desks there as well. But uh, you have done a lot of work, Jens, I can see from the pictures compared to before. Yeah, there's definitely a, a lot more desk to be seen. And I have this laptop on some old uh, wine box, just lifted uh, a bit. But I have this external keyboard to use a Mac uh, mouse. That's a little quick. Yeah, yeah. I won't ask about the wine box when you drink the wine, but what kind of it's... Mac is that you have there? It's an old one, and I need help with the details because... Okay, it's a MacBook Pro 15-inch from, I think, 2015, so it's a seven-year-old MacBook Pro. Yeah. With a crappy keyboard, it's that generation. Oh, the butterfly keyboards. The butterfly keyboard, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the keyboard on that one is definitely broken. Yeah. And that's why... That's only a few keys broken. <laughs> I can just write 3% of the Danish words, because the rest of the keys are... Uh, there's enough keys broken. It's the most used keys that are broken, typically. Right? Yeah. yeah. And that's actually quite common with, uh, with that. So I, I was at, at school yesterday and talked with a teacher there. And he uh, also have an old MacBook Pro. And he also likes around an external keyboard because his butterfly keyboard is also broken. It's very common. But actually, I like the way that it's lifted up a bit. The wine box. It's, it, 
yeah, just 15 centimeters mm. up. That's a little better to work with than using the keyboard and an external keyboard. It's working fine for me. I'm not into these special keyboards that we'll hear a lot about later, I'm sure. We'll get back to that. <laughs> for me, it's working fine. It was an improvement to get a little bigger screen than before. Which were a, uh, what was that, a MacBook Air or something? No, it was some uh, MacBook Pro version uh, 13, 13 inches. inches. Yeah, so you got a yeah. little bit. A year or, or two older. Yeah. But you have actually one, two, three, four, five cables, six cables on your desk. We're kind of starting on the middle of your desk right now with the laptop. Yeah. Yeah. But let's take it on the picture from the right side of it. What is that? You have a boom arm and a headset and a microphone. Tell us about that. It's a red arm and also a red USB mini microphone. And that's actually quite a good microphone. I think you did a really good choice when you went with that one. Yeah. It served you well through these 30-ish episodes we've done. So I've been quite pleased with how it works. And No complaints on that one. No. 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 I mean, and, and microphones is one of the things that is really good because they have a really long lifetime. You don't really need to buy new microphones that often, right, Michael? Yeah, no. (laughs) Well, they are also, and we'll get back to that, but they're also very sensitive to the room that you are sitting in. And there's a lot of difference between what you buy and how the acoustics actually influence the sounds that you get. Yeah, Yeah. And I mean, it's up to what type of microphone you have. And they, they work very differently. Yeah, they do. So you can have a really, really good microphone, but in the wrong environment it just doesn't work yeah exactly we'll get back to that yep and then uh, I borrow these Bose uh, headphones that also works quite well I see that you have this uh, big ring light as well yes standing on your desk is that for your uh, makeup YouTube channel that's to help a little bit with the lighting yeah there's only a room light that's not very good so that's also helped quite a bit doing these webinars and all that stuff we've been doing for quite some time Mm. but this means that you're using the internal FaceTime camera on MacBook yes and the lighting uh, it's possible to change a bit of temperature of the colors three different settings and I think around 10 different intensity of the lights so that's that's quite well yeah, I mean, especially if you have like a bad, worse camera or a camera yeah. that is not that high quality, you, you definitely need to have light because otherwise it will just degrade the picture so quickly. So light is, is really important for the built-in cameras if you're using it. So you need that. Just in front of the ring light, you have a little, uh, what is that? That's a charger for Apple Watch. Yes. And located there because uh, the new laptop or new old laptop has all these uh, USB-C uh, inputs. And that's the only place uh, I'm able to to charge uh, anything uh, USB-C-wise. But why does it uh, run behind your Mac? I mean, that's just more cable on the disk. Because otherwise there would be a lot of cable uh, on the other side. So I actually moved it a little bit so I was able to see a shorter cable than if it was located on the other side. On the floor in front of your disk, you have some device standing below the printer. What is that? The shredder thing. You have a shredder? 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You need to keep things safe. So um, private. That's good. And private. So I have physical privacy. I have physical privacy. I hope uh, we're able to notice it and recognize I do my physical uh, safety. And as we've seen in Iran with the embassy, that uh, threatening is <laughs> of, of documents. It's just uh, you need a lot of people, but you can collect the yeah, documents can, again. Yeah, yeah, you can. You can sample them or resample yeah. them again. Yeah. All right. But uh, yeah, you must have a lot of paper. Since you have a shredder, uh, your own shredder. I have uh, less and less paper. <laughs> At least in, in smaller <laughs> and smaller pieces. <laughs> yeah, so tell me, when was the last time you used the shredder? Uh, Michael is totally not understanding this. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I, but I, I, I have had a shredder as well. Uh, I don't have it anymore because I wore it out. Yeah. Uh, that's the the problem with them. The, the the motors in them are not that good usually, so you can shred a couple of thousand papers and and then, it then goes it's gone. Away. Yeah, well, I used yeah. shredders a lot when I was in the navy yep. for better reasons than uh, that I can come up with. At least uh, we had a lot of paper that we shredded automatically when I was uh, working in the radio station on the Danish corvettes. Yeah, but now you can deliver your stuff to. To the recycling station, and they they have a special box for yeah, papers well, to be shredded. That is a gold mine for privacy information. I would never do that. I'd rather burn it. Yeah, I, that's usually what I do nowadays. Since I have a, a stove at home, yeah. I just yeah. light it and throw it inside the stove, yeah. and it you know burns up. It cannot be resampled. Yeah, yeah. And it's not that much. It's it's only if there is any personal information on it, or you know, bank information and stuff like that that can be used to steal. Uh, your identity that that I don't want to throw in the in the garbage. So moving right along, covered the light and the mic and the mouse and the Mac and the keyboard, and then to your right, you have an iPad. Yes, and it, that's because as I mentioned, I'm using it right now as a Stream Deck, uh, having the iPad program in, installed on the iPad, and I can use that as a real stream deck box so it was what martin called the retina stream deck version exactly yes hmm? using it a lot i use it not a lot but i'm very very happy to have it and i i've used i find more and more things i can add to it so i i'm using it and i will be using it much more in the future I, i'm pretty sure so do you use it every day or is it like every second day or is it every hour more like hour than day or second day. Yeah. How old is that iPad? Oh, that's an old one, version five, I think. It's pretty old. And are you powering that up, or is it just running on battery? I can power it up. I have a charger right next to the iPad. Either my phone or the iPad can be charged next to me. And then you have a lot of books standing at the end of your desk. Yes. And they're all the same book. Uh, it's a lot of the same GGD books. It's like a bookstore. <laughs> Almost. Uh, and uh, some of them I have, of course, uh, the different uh, versions. And I have some signed ones from David that I naturally keep. And then different languages. Why do you have them in different languages? The Danish version of the Getting Things Done book and the English oh, one. Okay. And then, of course, a couple of Danish versions are brought to give away. So I'm... Just trying to find the right person to have the Getting Things Done book. Okay. Martin, what were you going to say? 
nothing about the books really. I was more thinking about the white thingy there on the desk over the sh- shredder. What's that? This looks like a like a radio or something. Is it a speaker? Nope, that's the wireless box. The Asus it doesn't look wireless. <laughs> it looks very much wired. Yeah, of course. I'm just kidding with you. So it's the yeah, it's a wireless router. I know that little box. It has yep. been in this building. Exactly. And I have one upstairs and one downstairs. Still working good for you? Yeah. But I know that you have other stuff. You also have a uh, PF sensor or a NetGate 2100. Where did you stash that? That's located very close to the cable box. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's not on the desk. Okay. I need a short cable just to, to get on the fiber net. It's not very pretty anyway. Nope. Oh, it's super pretty. You have yours on the desk, Martin? Oh, mine is behind me <laughs> on the In floor. In some corner. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I look at uh, the one at home I see. It's uh, very visible. Yeah, it is. And it's it's not that bad. It's, I mean, it's white and there is a blue light blinking. In Sylvia's kitchen. Right? In Sylvia's kitchen, yes, that's true. So one more thing. Uh, you also have that gray box. And I noticed it changed from a lot of video meetings with you, Jens. Now you have a yeah. photograph on top of the Lars Erik. It's actually a painted tile from Taiwan. Ah. It was located, uh, it was on my desk, and it was uh, hiding some of the cords and cables. Then I had this iPad in front of it, and then I did a lot of this cable work, and then found out, well, now there's nothing to hide anymore for me visually on the desk. So I moved it behind me and moved the inbox that uh, had that location now just behind me. That was actually the change that I noticed that you have moved your physical inbox. What do you think, Martin? It's a very nice desk. There's a little room for cable management, I would say. Yeah, if this was my desk, I would probably have an external monitor. And that would probably then be pushing the, the, the laptop further back yeah. as well. And then the cables could be you know, hidden on the underside. Yeah. But uh, since you have the, the computer so close to you, the cables will be visible. And there is another cable miss in Jens's picture. God knows man, how many, one, two, three, four, five, six power outlets running. Yeah, for powering the Wi-Fi, the computer, the printer, the light, and the tension cable, I think. Well, what would you really like for your desk in the future? Apart from the new computer and a larger monitor, it is working very well. And all the stuff I'm doing is not that computer intensive. Everything is, is working fine. It's the, the software that makes it fantastic. I haven't uh, reached any limits on this hardware I'm running now. So, of course, I would like a faster computer, but there's no really need. No immediate need for it. All right. Coming from uh, a little smaller monitor or screen where it was a single-task computer. Now I can have two windows, but I would like in the future to have a little more space. But it's all nice to have, yeah. more than need to have. It's allowed to make wishes. Yeah, yeah, of course. So what would it be? Uh, one wish, screen on your computer. I think the screen would be uh, the thing I could put best in use getting mm. more screen real estate and having more windows. Mm. But if it's only one thing, I will go with a screen. Mm. And one thing that you would, if you should remove anything from your desk, what would that be? That would be the charger for the watch. 
the power extender that you have hanging up between the books would really be the one that I would get rid of. <laughs> I saw that once too, and I was thinking, mm, I wonder how long time it will take until Michael is, <laughs> is complaining about that one. That's just me. But uh, yeah, all right. But I had the Pika charger very close to the desk before, so it's actually an improvement. I had two smaller ones. So um, going from four outlets times two to only three, that's really an improvement. Mm. It's your desk. Yeah, yeah. It's your, all yours, but that would be the one that I would remove. But the cable from the ring light, I need to figure out. The, the, the cable is, is short and turning on off button is in the middle of the cable. So it, it's not that easy to remove that. But you never know. And when we do our third edition of our workspaces, if I'm able to do some cable work. I think the solution for that, Jens, is to use some double sticky tape. And I have a, a roll of it that you can get for free. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't use it uh, below. Yes, don't use it. I think that is the, the right right comment on that one. Yeah. Never buy double stitching tape at Flüger. No, that's not good. But I'm quite pleased. And for me, it's a big improvement. So maybe when I'm on third or fourth or fifth edition of my desk, things might change. Yeah, and you have actually that before picture. And I totally agree. It has been really cleaned up. Yeah. But you're not done yet. No, no. You just need to contact Michael's desk configuration RS and they will come and fix everything for you. I'll go with some proper double stitching tapes and some cable trays and some strips and glue. All right. Martin's throne. Yes, that's my place, isn't it? I mean, I, I couldn't say Martin's desk because that was what you guys used for yeah. the collection of your pictures. So. This is really my throne, my throne room. Yeah. This is where I spend my whole working day. So I just, I love this place. It's fantastic. Yeah. I know a little bit about that space now. Yeah. So I can talk a little bit about it, actually, to give the story and, uh, and what, what I have. And then, I mean, you can uh, fire off of questions afterwards. Yeah. But essentially, I have an IKEA desk. It's with a motor, so I can send it up and down by using some buttons on the side of the desk. And I use that quite often, especially every time the, the power cores fell, uh, fall down. I need to raise it up so I can get them back up and use the stands that for, for old lighting stands to keep them in, in place. So I use it as, uh, every now and then. On my desk, uh, or I, actually the room, as you can see on the pictures, I have quite a lot of sound padding on the walls, and that is to remove echoes or, or reverb in the room. So when I talk, of course, my sound, my voice would echo in the room and I don't want that to be picked up in the microphone. So I have that on the walls that I speak towards, but I also have it in the roof on top of me. So I, I, there is a little bit of, of echo in this room still because the wall behind me is still very hard, but don't want to put foam on that one because that's visible on camera because I do a lot of camera things here. And... On my desk, then, of course, I have lights, just like Jens has. But I don't have a ring light. I have two Elgato key lights that are on each side of the desk, and they're angled 45 degrees down on top of me. And uh, those lights I am so happy with now when uh, they finally work. Now once you got them to work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and 
just like Jens Kilites, I can control the temperature. I can go from being quite warm to quite cold. Mm. And that's just a slider, so it's quite a, a, a seamless to do. Mm. And I can also change the, uh, the effect of the light so they are soft or, or strong. But the, the best thing with them is that they are quite diffuse, so they, it's not very sharp light, yeah. which means that you get a natural light on your face. On camera. Yeah. And also you can see on top of my green, that's where I have my camera, and that is a Sony A6100 camera that is, is connected with HDMI to... Um, Elgato Cam Link 4K. So I have 4K video in, and I have a pretty nice lens on this camera. It is a 24 millimeter 1 or 2.2, I think, Sigma lens. It's a pretty big piece of glass. So the whole camera and, and lens, I think it's, it's easy over a kilo in weight. Yeah. So, and that's a really good lens. I, I have compared it to or, or seen comparisons with this lens and Sony's own lens. And there is a little bit of difference with it, but for my use case, you can't see a difference no. between between the, the lenses. So so that's really nice. And before I had a different camera, but uh, that just died yeah. a few days ago. Yeah. Uh, I need to retest it though on my other computer because I don't know what really happened there. The camera still works. I think it's just a Potentially a USB port that has the connection. Yeah, has burned up because I just couldn't connect anymore to the computer. I have two screens. I have an ASO something's 4K screen, and it's fairly new. I haven't had that for a long time, but it is so good. Mm. I really love that screen. And it's not super big, but I quite like the size of the screen. I think it's 27 inch or something like that, uh, because it's small enough so I don't have to move my head around to when I work on the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I easily get neck pains if, I don't, if I'm not careful with the, with the screen setup. Mm-hmm. So it's small enough, but it's still big enough for me to have multiple windows on it and so on. Yeah. And then I have an older screen. It's a Philips something, and it's standing in portrait mode and on that one i just pull out things that i don't use that much like my calendar is always on there my to-do list is always on there and sometimes i pull out the mail now i have signal or session on here as well so i can you know when michael tells me to stop rambling (laughs) uh, it will show up in in session there and i'm at spotify and those kind of things that i don't you know need to see all the time but i i still don't want to comment tab to get to them so they're easily accessible there So it's a dumping ground of applications that I may need. What is the reason why you have it in portrait mode? Why not in landscape? Because the size. Okay. It's going to take up the whole desk, really. Yeah. I mean, if I put it in landscape mode, then I need to turn myself so far away to see the other side of the screen. Yeah. And that's my neck is not going to love that at all. Mm. So that's why I have it in portrait mode. Okay. That's my personal preference. And if you look at the picture, but just below my screen there, you can see my Mac Studio peeking out. Yeah. And it has a small SanDisk adapter, uh, so I can easily use that if I want to. Haven't ever used it yet. And what else do I have? Yeah, I have, if we go to the left-hand side there, uh, on, on one of the key lights, yeah. 
I have my Zoom H8, which is a portable recorder. So essentially, it's battery. it can be battery-powered. Now it's powered by USB. Yeah. But I can essentially take that with me out and use my XLR microphones to record. It's a really good recorder. It has six XLR ports on itself there, and I can put an extender on top of it to get two more. But right now, it's just like an audio interface connecting my microphone to my computer. And before it was laying down <laughs> on the desk. Yeah. And while we did the remake on my desk, I put it upside down on the lights and uh, thought, oh, fantastic. Now I can see the meters because that's imp- the important thing. And Michael was so, now you need to have it on the right direction. Yeah, um, of course. But as you also can see on, on the picture, there is the USB on the bottom. Yeah. But we, it's really nice. This is actually one of the best improvements, I think, with the whole desk setup we did, is that I can now see the meters on the audio interface or on the recorder. So right that is, you. Yeah. yes. Yeah. And what else? Yes, I have my Plantronic Savvy something headphones uh, or headsets that I use when I'm in meeting. It's a decked headset, which means there is 300 meters coverage on it. So when I'm in a meeting, I can put that on, go to the bathroom. No one will know. I mean, you can go shopping in a neighborhood almost with that one. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a very long connection. And that's then, of course, connected to my computer through USB. Mm -hmm. But it also has Bluetooth, so it's connected to my phone. So if someone calls me on the phone, I can use that as well Ah, if I want to. I use that a lot, many hours every day. Every meeting, that's the headset I use. And if we continue the tour around my desk, I also have a stream deck on my desk and I uh, use that every day. And since I switched computer from my MacBook Pro to my studio, I haven't really set this up fully yet, but I have a few things that I can do on this one. So for example, I can turn on and turn off the lights Mm. just by clicking a button on the stream deck. And I use that a lot. So every meeting I go into, I turn on the light, and when the meeting is done, I just click a button on the stream deck and the lights goes off. And that works fantastically well. And you have it on one of the sides and not in the middle? Yeah, I had it in the middle before, but I, it's now in reach for my left hand quite easily. So it's for now, it's going to be there. It may move around later, but for now, it's going to be there. And I also have another button here for Martin Uncut when I record that. Because nowadays I record both audio and video at the same time. And then I can control everything there, like start and stop recording, mute, unmute, uh, play the the different intros and things. So that's just a fantastic tool for that. Mm. And that's what I essentially have on it right now. But I also, on my MacBook Pro, I have all the macros for Keyboard Maestro to throw things into DevonThink and tag files and those settings will go in here as well because that's uh, something that i use a lot so uh, my stream deck is here and it's going to stay here i'm not going to remove it it's something that i use enough for it to actually earn a place on my desk when i had my stream deck on the desk it was uh, moving around mm. every time i touched it it moved a little bit back it's kind of good enough okay i think it works well okay i mean th- of course, there is issues with the Stream Deck. The quality of it is mm, not the best. No. It's quite buggy. But it could also be, uh, I have a USB hub on the back of the screen that I probably need to change. 
the hub I had after our remake, dead. dead. So that's gone. So there's a temporary USB hub there, and I think that USB hub is not the best. So that could be. How many ports do you have left on the Mac Studio? One, maybe. I don't use the ones in the front. They are reserved for charging or something like that. But in the back, I have one USB-A left. Mm. Because my thing is, I have so much USB-A things. Mm. So, and I think there's two ports in the back on the studio or something. So that's never going to last. So I need hubs. And I have hubs in the screens and things like that. So I have, as you know, Michael, I have so many USB things around, unfortunately. Which, if we move along to the last picture, definitely shows the behind the scene or the screen. It's yeah. a picture. Yeah. What a mess. Ah, but that's okay. I think uh, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to do anything with that. It's going to be like that, Michael. Sorry, it's going to kill your OCD, but uh, that's, that's your OCD. It's not my OCD. I don't see it. Uh, the only thing that actually bugs me is not from the backside, it's actually from the front side. And there is a black cable going over the studio. And I don't know what that is, actually. So I need to figure that out. I think it can be probably uh, from the camera that I switched. So I just need to tie that up. So it can go away, actually. Yeah, it shouldn't be in front of the computer. Or definitely not. But I changed that, I think, Monday or, or last week, something. Yeah, and then, of course, I have the Moonlander keyboard on my desk, which is the best keyboard ever. I love it so much. The only thing I don't like is the cord that connects the two halves. Yeah. It's too long. And my challenge is to find something else, but I haven't done that uh, yet. Because it's uh, apparently quite uncommon thing to have a male TRRS cable to male TRRS. So um, I know that uh, they have a cable for their microphones, but it's TRS to TRRS and it's spiral. Ah. That would be perfect, but it's the wrong type, unfortunately. Yeah, and then of course I have the microphone that I talks in, and it's a Shure SM7B, the best microphone ever made. No, but it's a good microphone. It's a very, very common microphone. Yeah. And it's connected to the recorder that I talked before about. Yeah. I think that's uh, kind of the, the quick walkthrough on my desk. Do you guys have questions? Yeah, the mouse? The mo- Oh yes, it's a Logitech uh, something trackball. Um, so... I don't move my whole arm around. Mm. And that, that's actually a quite funny story. When I, when I bought it, I first, I think that's going to be fantastic to have. And then I got it on my desk and I was like, what have I done? This is terrible. I can't use it. Uh. And now it's like, oh, it's the best thing. <laughs> it takes a little bit of time to get used to, but it's a really nice thing. Because first of all, you just move your thumb around a bit. Yeah. and. It's amazing. And the story about my mouse is also the old mouse back in 25 years ago where the mouse was very big and I had some serious elbow injury using the mouse, also playing a badminton. That was terrible. So I usually use my right hand, but then I thought, well, I can use the mouse in the other hand and then I just move to the left side not switching but using a right hand mouse in the left side yeah, but you're not left-handed you are right-handed no it works now took some time but uh, it, it's it's working so that really will screw with people trying to use your your mouse yeah 
By the way, Martin, have you uh, fixed the GBIC situation? No, I have not fixed the GBIC situation yet. It was actually put on the back burner because of two reasons. The first reason is there may be something fishy going on in my NAS situation that I need to what? figure out. It feels like it, lo- it locks up sometimes. And that happened after we put the uh, card and the uh, NVMEs inside. So I need, just need to figure that out before I do anything else, if it's that or if it's something else. But there's also an update, uh, software update to it. So it could be, I need to look into that. So I want to, to get that under control before I do anything, other changes to the, to the network. And also, I poured so much money into upgrading everything the last few months. So I told myself, no, now you actually need to calm down and start using the things you have. And uh, don't buy anything else. I mean, unless something breaks, like a USB switch that breaks, that can be replaced. But pause, I mean, I have two and a half gigabit in the network here in the office. That's fine. I mean, I can do video recordings and store them immediately on the NAS. And that's not a problem. The same with audio recordings. They don't even, they're not even stored on my studio. They're stored straight on the NAS. And that just works. Yeah. That's... With two and a half gigabit. Of course, it's going to be better with that 10 gigabit, but it'll get there. But uh, let's just pause that for now. Just works four times better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was, uh, and then you have your printer. You also want the. Yeah, uh, but that is uh, maybe already today going to the dump. Oh. Because, not because I don't need a printer, but because the toner is out. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, it is so ridiculous. <laughs> and and just, I mean, it sounds strange. Oh, the toner is out. He's throwing away the printer. This is a printer I got for free when another tenant in the house here moved out. And it was just, they left it behind. Mm. So I've just used it for like, okay, print some stuff and, and scan on it. But now when it doesn't work, and it's also probably like 10 years old, this printer. So mm. no, it's nothing I want to run and buy a new toner and then maybe it breaks mm. there's definitely no guarantee in anything on it so now it's it's gonna go away but i don't know if i'm gonna put a new printer there or what i will do so for now that printer thing will go away the thing i will miss is the scanner there's a scanner in it uh, that i use quite often okay i also bought a scanner app for my phone that i can probably use i have a scan snap Maybe you could get that one. I mean, I would love it yeah. because I also have a scan snap in the attic because that stopped to work. Uh, but I didn't throw it away no. because my gut feeling said that it probably could still work. But I maybe need just to try it on a different computer. You'll just get my scan snap. It's going your way. It's just uh, standing in my bedroom taking up space. Yeah, because it could actually, if you look at my the pictures, um, it could actually live behind my standing screen. Yeah. Because I use my scanner every week. Mm. Yeah. And the ScanSnap is a fantastic scanner. Mm. It's small as well, so it could easily sit there. It's an Evernote scanner. Yes. They sold them, and I, I never knew it was a Fujitsu scanner, but it is. It's a Fujitsu yeah. scanner. And I have the Fujitsu version of that scanner. Yeah. That's probably the model before. Yeah. Okay. Um, that I wore. I, I think I worn it out. I have scanned 10,000 pages on it or something. Right, my friend. It's going your way. Oh, I'm so happy. It's happy, yeah. And I can throw this shit away. Getting back to the printer situation. I mean, it is a fucked up 
business model, right? That yeah. it for is. the environment, that is actually a better deal to throw out a printer which contains electronics and plastics and a lot of raw materials because it's more expensive to buy ink. Yep. There should be a law against that. There should. Yes, I agree. But to offset this a little bit, I have a really nice laser, color laser printer at home. Mm. So if I need to print, I can always print from home. And that is a really good one. And of course, when the toner runs out of that, I will buy a new toner, not throw out the printer. <laughs> mm. That prints duplex and all of these things. Uh, this is an old black and white laser printer. That. So final question for you. Now yeah. that you don't need a switch, <laughs> what would be the one thing that you would say, this would make a difference for me in my everyday life? Right now, I don't think there is anything really. It's just, I mean, there is nothing I really want or need to change. I go in here in the morning and every morning I, I sit down and I log into my, my Mac. I don't need to even open my backpack anymore. That's the, it's so, so nice. Mm. And I log into my computer and I get the, the normal warning that I get every morning that your Mac was rebooted because of a problem, yeah. which really, <laughs> oh, I hate this. I mean, it's a nice, quick computer, but Apple, make it stable. It sucks. I thought it was a beta issue. I just wrote a feedback to them yesterday because if I do reboot now from command line, okay, maybe that's a little rough. But if you do a controlled reboot uh, from the UI and it comes up with this, I just wrote them a shitter in the feedback mm. that they offered me. They kind of invited for that themselves, and nobody will probably ever read it anyway. I have a question for you, Martin. We discussed when we got the Mac Studios mm. that I wanted mine on my desk, and you wanted yours stowed away under the desk. Yep. And I know why you have it on the desk. I put it there. But also you would have a problem if you uh, at least put it on the paint bucket. <laughs> If you raise the table... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I couldn't raise the table before because then the, the cores were not long enough. Yeah, you can do that now. Oh, yes. It's fantastic. I mean, the thing is, I don't think the Mac Studio is that good looking. I think it's a, a ugly computer, actually. Yeah. So that would be the reason I would like to not have it on the desk. Mm. And it would make the desk a little bit more clean. Mm. But also... As it is now, it's placed actually behind the screen, so I don't see the whole computer. I just see the front of the computer, and that's fine. The drawback with it to have it on the desk is that it's more visible. Mm. So if there is a break-in or anything, it's easier for them to get hold of. To prioritize. Yes. But, I mean, you can always lock it to the desk as it is now, and then if they try, they need to bring the whole desk with them, and they won't. I have made a little thing for you. I made a little thing in wood and iron. Yep. So we could actually get it under the disc. That also with double sticky tape? No, it's not. And because I don't want this to be no, in the floor. Exactly. Exactly. No, it's not. It goes with screws. Okay. We can use yeah. some short ones and that will be fine. But we'll talk about that later. Hmm? Yeah, because if this goes under the desk, I would because be more happy. It could go under the desk. You know, just where it is right now? Under the desk, yeah. On the other side of the... Yeah, just standing there. But uh, we'll get back to that arrangement. But one thing that I would like to change, actually, is if you look to the left of my desk where the microphone mm -hmm. is fastened, mm -hmm. it's fastened not on the desk, actually. It's fastened on the windowsill. And the reason for that is because if that would be on the desk, every time I touch the desk, the microphone would pick that up. So that's why it's there. Uh -huh. But that still works. Even if I raise my desk, I can still use the microphone. 
But there is a cord mess there yeah. uh, because I had some issues with my cloud lifter, which is a preamp for the microphone. Mm-hmm. But now that issue seems gone. So now I can actually do some cable management there and clean that up. So that's maybe something. We changed the cable and the cloud lifter. Yes. And so it was probably the cables that was the problem. And you're running on it now. Yeah. And I haven't heard those problems at all. So it was most likely uh, the cable. But now I have a, a little bit of cable mess there in the corner, which could be you know, arranged a little bit better. Yeah. So yeah. I will do that. Yeah, we will follow that development. I bet you will. <laughs> so the, if you should take something away, what would that be? Right now, nothing really. If I must take something away, of course. The water bottle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if I must take something away, it will probably be the Stream Deck. Mm. Or the Mac. Yeah, but I mean, I, I will still need the Mac, right? So Yeah, yeah, but away from the surface. If you hide it under the desk, yeah. yeah, yeah. If it's count that as take it away, yes, then yeah. that would probably be the, the first thing to do. Yeah. But there is nothing on my desk right now that I'm not using. It's a pretty clean setup as it is. Of course, it would be nice if the Moonlander would be a cordless keyboard. I can survive that. I think that's okay. You have to. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I need to go to my other keyboard. But hey, that's also wired. That's also wired. Because I will not go to an Apple keyboard. All right. Let's move along. Let's go to the, the right answer. Let's go to Michael's desk. So, which one of the 50 pictures should we look at? I was actually trying to answer that question. We should look at the one that is called 0913. That's the overview. But is this how it looks like now? Yeah, it is. I, I took it yesterday. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like right now. And when I look at that picture, I see a lot of noise still. But uh, that's just me. So the whole thing here is that I have my desk in my living room. Yep. It is my everyday workspace, and it still needs to be simplified somehow. But compared to where I were half a year ago, it has gone a long way. I don't have a cable-free disk, but I have a cable-free surface. There's no cables on the surface of my disk, and I really like that. A week ago, I had one cable going into my Keychron, and I'm experimenting right now by simply running it by Bluetooth. So far, it works good. There's uh, small changes to the day-to-day, because uh, sometimes it terminates the Bluetooth connection, and if I go on the keyboard, suddenly, oh, why doesn't it work, and it just needs a second to, to connect yep. to the Mac. A little bit annoying. But um, I don't know. The battery also seems that the Keychron has now been on cable for two years, which means it has been charging all the time. So I think the lifetime of the battery, maybe I need a new battery, actually, to have it running a little bit longer. So if we start around my desk, the story about my desk is that that was one good thing I got out of Facebook. Uh, I found this desk. It's an old wooden desk made of uh, hardwood, and it has a lot of, uh, as you will see on the later pictures, hidden rooms and proper trees so I can do a lot of work on on this desk without spoiling it. Downside with the desk is that it cannot be raised. It's a fixed uh, height desk and there's nothing I can do about that. But I really love that desk. It is very lucky because I spend at least 8 to 10 hours here every day. On the left of my desk, I have a little shelf, which is also a new addition where I have a charger for my phone and for my AirPods and for my watch. Then I have my camera lying around there, reminding me that I should use that camera a little bit more. But uh, so far, it's mostly lying there. 
I was considering to do a setup similar to you because I also have a lot of different glass with that camera. I have five different lenses to that camera, but I have to figure out a way to do that. Maybe it would be a good idea. So far, I have another camera, so that's good. At the end of the shelf, I have my previous computer, which is a MacBook Pro 14-inch M1. It's a really lovely computer. I like it a lot, and I have spent at least half a year with it before. I got the studio. <laughs> I have only good things to say about that computer. It has a wonderful fast processor. It has battery lifetime that I have never, ever experienced on a laptop before. It has a great screen that I don't use right now because I have another great screen with high refresh rates and everything. I used that computer for, for at least half a year as the laptop desktop computer. And uh, now it's the one I take with me for travel. And it's connected with a cable to my switch. So I run a one gigabit connection there. And then sometimes I run a uh, power cable on it as well. But can you use it when it's standing like that? No, I cannot. No, no. it's just take charging. It, it's just charging. And I have to take it out of the dock. And yeah. that I got from you as a present, it's not a dock, it's a stand. Uh, I can yeah. put it and I really love that one. As I told you, Martin, I would give it to Johanna, but that's most likely not going to happen. But you know what? I have one more that I, I'm not using it. So uh, rather to just have it standing around cluttering a space at home uh, because I thought Sylvia was using it, but she's not. So uh, it's it's unused. Wow. But then we'll just exchange clutter. You will get my scan snap and I will get your laptop stand. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> yeah. a wonderful deal. All right. I was thinking a little bit about the, uh, because it's absolutely true that I, it needs to have the screen open. Just a little bit before it goes in the move goes into motion. I have seen if there was a hack on that computer, so I could actually have it standing there, connected and workable over the network. But uh, I haven't really found anything. So it has to be connected to some screen output. Yeah, that's the whole trick. And that's a little bit wonky. Even if you have the the connector, you need to give it like the second or two before you close the lid. Yeah, and place it there. Otherwise, it will go to sleep. So yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. That's how it is right now. I use it every time I go anywhere. I bring that one with me. Just uh, start it up five minutes before, leave it on the desk and let it synchronize and then everything is good. So I can just take my whole workspace with me basically. Also with yep. on, uh, the OpenVPN connectors that we did, it's basically like moving my office out and about on a smaller screen. And I really love that. It is so great to be able to take your laptop, connect it to the VPN, and then just you know, be like home, whether I'm in yep. Stockholm or I'm in Copenhagen or anywhere, I have everything I need. Every time I'm out of the office, I do the same. I was out of office yesterday, and I use my VPN as well. Uh, it's just an awesome thing. It is. And with the battery life I have on this MacBook Pro, you know, it's simply not an issue. There's nothing to complain about. So that's a good laptop. It will uh, serve me for many years, I think, because I'm not using it as my primary computer, but I really love it when I'm on the road. Then uh, moving up a little bit, I have another bookshelf with all kinds of strange books, GTD books. Uh, Google hacking. Google hacking and Shoshana. Have you read the book, by the way? I'm reading it. You are? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love or to hear. I'm listen reading it. That's fine. That's okay. Yeah. Hmm? 
that's what you got for Christmas, right? So yeah, yeah. So I have a lot of books up there. I also have uh, behind my books. I have my cloud lifter, which is a uh, preamp for my microphone, as as you have, Martin. Yep. And that's connected in a series between the Scarlet PostScript that I have up to the cloud lifter, and from the cloud lifter to the microphone. That's how it works. Still have a little cable clutter up there. I don't know what to do about that right now. Yeah, that's hard to solve, right? If you want uh, the the. The bad thing with the Scarlet is that the port is on the front. Yeah, it, it would have been so nice if the the XLR port has been on the backside. Yeah, it would because you wouldn't have seen this cord, but you would still be able to see the lights. I just have one question about your bookshelf up there. Hmm? What's the thing to the right of the books, just next to the small Earth globe? Is that a Mac Mini standing? Yeah, that's a Mac Mini standing, keeping the book uh, up. keeping the book in pl- books in place. Yeah. So I wasn't wrong when I said that on the other podcast. No. You actually have one keeping your books in place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And 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 I was smiling when you said uh, you had a lot of books up there. Yeah, yeah, but I have a lot of books up there. I think for me, that's not a lot of books. No, but it, uh, I have books elsewhere also. But these are yeah. are books that are kind of handbooks that uh, you know I also have. It's the ones you need to get hold of quite quickly, or. You don't want to run around to look for. Most of them, I also have some biographies, which is really not that demanding to get, but I just like to look at Andrew Roberts' biography of Winston Churchill and the one of Nelson Mandela, stuff like that. So I have a little globe reminding me that there is a world outside this uh, room that I still would like to go and watch. Below my bookshelf is my desktop speaker, which is now hanging on the wall. That's one of the changes that happened between take one and take two of this episode, that I put them on the wall. Aragon A5 uh, speakers, they have a really good sound. Yeah, I'm really tempted to go for, for those as well. Yeah, But as I said, I need to take it easy a little bit. So, <laughs> And the, the, the thing also with them, the good thing with them is, yes, they are, you have a power cord out from them. Yeah. So there is no batteries or anything like that. And then it's Bluetooth no. speakers, right? So you, you connect wirelessly to, to the computer. The bad things about them is that, yeah, they have a cord. <laughs> so then you need to hide that cord. And you have done it with with the cable channels here. But it would be, a you know, I don't want to do that here in this office. So then I would need to find a good way to place them. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's that's a future project for, for now. I just, I have a Sonos standing behind me that I use to, to listen to music and things. I saw that and that was a new addition, wasn't it? Uh, well, I, I just moved it from home yeah. here. Okay. So... It's uh, it's just standing behind me. Yeah. And I use that every day for, for music and podcasts and things. So that's a yeah. good thing. Actually, I do not connect them with Bluetooth. I connect them with a mini jack directly into the external. Ah, so a lot, the line, line in. The line in on the Mac, which yeah. makes it pretty cool when I want to do an edit of a podcast. Yeah, then you can use them for, for that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that is really nice not to be sitting here with headphones on for four hours of doing an edit. And it really works. I mean, that is yeah. that was why I did it. I bought that three meter cable so I could go on on the yeah. outputs on the Mac. But then you need to have a splitter or something so it goes to both. Or how does it work? They are connected cable wise from one speaker to the other, and the one to the ah, left okay. is the main one with all the input output, and it can do a lot of stuff on the back. So I just need one cable, and okay. then it will uh, it makes sense. Yeah. The sound. Uh, and just for for our listeners that think this sounds strange, like why don't if there is Bluetooth, why not use that? But mm-hmm. there is a slight delay for the sound 
from Bluetooth. And that is enough. So when you're actually editing podcasts or editing video, you can't do it. It's, it's enough to actually really mess with your mind. So you need to have a cable connected, uh, either a headphones or cable connected speakers. You cannot connect uh, what you hear in your ears with what happens on your timeline. No, there is a lag. So, yeah. 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 The other thing that's pretty interesting with recent releases of macOS is that on Monterey, you can use uh, your Mac as an AirPlay speaker. Okay. And that was another reason why I connected it with the external out to the Mac, because the Mac actually offers you the possibility to use your Mac as an output uh, for AirPlay. So I can connect from my phone to my desktop via AirPlay or any other Apple device that I want to. So it can do AirPlay on the Mac now, which was something they released over the year. I have a video camera on top of my screen, which is a Logitech 4K camera, which attached magnetically to my screen. And it's a good camera. The problem with it is that I have crappy lightning, and that is the next project. I will not have either Hammer or an Elgato lightning standing on my desk because I don't want it in my living room. So I need to find some diffused light in a small, concentrated way to do proper lightning from my desktop setup. I haven't really found anything yet. Do you have any good ideas? What you could think about is actually an Elgato key light, but mounted behind your screen, lighting on the white wall. Reflecting on the right wall. Yeah, but uh, since you also have the shelf Mm. on top there, it may be weird with shadows and things. You could try just try with a lamp, see how that turns out. could actually do that. What I have right now is that I have two Philips Hue strips, which does not show in the picture here. Um, yeah. One on the surface of my desk going behind and also reflecting light up against the wall, but it's not enough for making proper lighting because I have sunlight and daylight uh, in from the back, which really disturbs yes. uh, so the whole thing. You will re- need quite a lot of light to compensate for, for that. Maybe a better solution would be to get some curtains. Yeah, that could actually solve the problem. I think maybe there is motorized, you know, so you can yeah. just click on your stream deck and they will go down yeah. automatically. Ah, oh, no, sorry, <laughs> you don't have the stream. No, deck. I have retired my stream deck. <laughs> we talked about that on another episode, and that was also part of. I don't use it that much. I'm a keyboard yeah. guy, and I remember my shortcuts, and so no, it didn't earn its place with me. And I've tried it twice now. I, um, in between each try, I gave it to Peter. He doesn't use it either, and he's a gaming boy, right? So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, right now, it's here somewhere in a drawer, and uh, yeah, I, I'm not missing it, really. I'm not. No. On the desk, I have my Keychron K8 keyboard. Yeah, it's a nice one. I tried it. It's a nice one. It is heavy. It's aluminium uh, with plastic keys, of course, but uh, I just like that keyboard. I also gave one for Peter, and he cares a lot about it too. And next time I will take it apart, I will put a little note for Peter inside and telling him that I love him. Uh, Just a little handwritten note that I will stash inside the keyboard. So the day he takes it apart, he will get that little message. (laughs) <laughs> cute and nerdy at the same time yeah very yeah. cute and nerdy so um, I really enjoy the keyboard I love these uh, mechanical keyboards and no I won't have an Apple keyboard I just love this old rough keyboard yeah. I like it a lot and it will stay here for many many years I'm sure famous last words famous last words like, like I said but you know I had it for I think I had it for three years now and I enjoy it every day I use it Really, I do. And that's a lifetime in... And that's a lifetime in my equipment 
portfolio, I would say. Yeah. And, and I have had my Moonlander for a year now. And I'm saying the same, this will stay. Uh. I retired it a bit when I had my cast off for the hand because I just couldn't, it, the angle was so weird, so I couldn't use it for that. Yeah. But now it's back and it's just, I love it. I, change, I should change the setup of my Moonlander just a few days ago. So oh. and I still do small fixes. I moved my Alfred key. Oh, from what to what? Uh, it was on my uh, lower pinky finger. So now it's uh, on my other finger on, on the other hand. Okay. So I have it actually have two places for the same key. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. can still use my, yeah. my pinky, but I... Uh, it's so funny with these shortcuts. The, I have my Alfred on a double command yeah. on the Mac. And every time I go to a new computer that's not mine, or maybe it's one of the kids or Christina's or something, Within the first 30 seconds, I double tap my command key and where's Alfred? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, I have my studio here where I have my Moonlander. And when I'm not here, I use my MacBook Pro. That is still a fantastic computer. Mm. But I actually don't know how to invoke Alfred on that one, <laughs> <laughs> which is just weird. But uh, Alfred is so good. I love Alfred. I, I bought the power pack uh, a while back here. So yeah. I'm starting to add on things into to Alfred as well. It's so nice. It's one of those applications that really grows on you over time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I, the reason I really bought it is mainly just to support the development of it. Mm. Uh, I mean, uh, yes, it was nice to be able to add the workflows and things, mm. which I actually really use as well. But the main reason was just to support the guys because I'm so in love with it. Yeah, and they are just a couple, single couple that is doing this development of Alfred, and it's totally been maintained a lot. and. Uh, yeah, continuously adding. I had it for five or six years now, and uh, you know, keeps coming new releases, new smart features, and slimmer. It's a real good Mac app, and it's not Electron. Yeah. And then on my desk, I have my bell. Yes. Every time you say Electron, you ring the bell. No, <laughs> that's gonna be it. Only once for each episode when we talk about Electron, because uh, yeah, yeah, that's gonna be the the triggering word. Because if you haven't listened to us before, Michael really 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 hates electron it's a memory hawk yeah yeah it, it's a real hog so essentially you're running an instance of chrome every time yeah. you're on the start uh electron app and so if you have two you have two instances of chrome running yeah and then you know it's just a <sighs> yeah a hog it is a hog but you keep getting these electron applications in you get it in obsidian which is a pretty good electron app actually right yeah but you also get it in so much uh, Bitwarden and all kinds. I can't even count anymore how many Electron apps I have. Yeah. And I really dislike it. Yeah, of course. The reason is that, okay, they need to run, write one version. It works cross-platform. So that's the reason they use Electron. Yeah. But it's not really working well on any platform because it is not... It's not native Windows. It's not no, native exactly. Mac. And it takes away all the grand features that we know and love, yeah. be it one or the other platform. Uh, yeah. yeah, And it gives a lot of UI freedom that does not make sense. But yeah. I said it before, I say it again. And I didn't understand why you hated it before, but as I see more and think more about it, I, I hate it more and more as well. So <laughs> It's just... Uh, Consuming yeah. a lot of resources and just wasting resources, which is... A ah, that's bad. not really a problem, is it? Why waste resources? <laughs> because you need to use all of those 32 gigs. But why use it on waste? 
right? No. Yeah. Anyway, we can just talk. What else should I put in there? I can come up with a, a lot of other applications that I would lo- love to run simultaneously. I have 32 gigs of RAM. I think we have the same. Yeah, but why don't you run them? Is it because you run out of memory? Oh, have you, haven't you you tried that? I've never run out of memory. Never. I have. I have cleaned my Mac, and it very frequently on the old MacBook Pro, old, the, every time I did an edit, it came up and said, I'm, I'm about to run out of memory. And uh, of course, it will start swapping, and, and it goes really fast on the Mac, but still, it it's it's, never happened. Oh, and I have seen it on the uh, Mac Studio twice as well. Yeah. No, it nev- never happened to me. It's difficult to say anything fixed about it, right? Because it really depends on what kind of application, you, yeah. how much you have in your taskbar. And I have tons of applications in my taskbar, which is also eating a lot of memory. But that's just my position on it. Michael, when I look at the picture, I'm not able to see any mouse. It is there. And the- under the chat, yeah. Logitech MX3 without a trackball, but with a scrolling wheel or whatever we call it. And I love that mouse as well. I had it for two years now, and it's never going away. Famous last words. Keyboard and mouse are some of the things that changes less frequently. They grow on your right. It's your interface into the computer. So Yeah, and they go into your fingers, and you know, don't mess around with that. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. And uh, you're not using Apple Native either? No. Like I'm not. The thing I sometimes miss is actually the gestures you have mm-hmm. from a, a mighty mouse or a, a trackpad. Or a trackpad. But I rather have a mouse that I really enjoy than, than having those features. Yeah. Then I have this wooden hand wrist. That also came from a Keychron. I'm thinking about designing one myself once I get into the workshop somehow. So I can just say yeah. it's my own. <laughs> what would be nice, Michael, is uh, because you have a, the, the, your desk is really nice. It's a wooden desk. Mm-hmm with a lot of you know life inside yeah. you can see the the different uh, uh, you know the, the the life of the wood in the in the desk yeah. so if you could find a piece of wood that has the same and build your hand rests mm. that looks similar with uh, you know different colorings inside mm. and that would be nice yeah. i have found the wood yeah yeah it's a cherry some cherry wood which will actually have that uh, that play and that vivid yeah. All those changes. I just need to cut it into the right piece and then start processing it. So that's a summer vacation project. And then I have my chair. It's also one of the things that's not going to change. Uh, now I forget the name. Uh, but it is really a lovely chair. It works summer, winter, and it is material that I'm sitting on and have on my back. What do you call it? when It's, it's a mesh. It's mesh. Yeah, it's a mesh. Yeah. yeah. So, like I also have in my back, yeah, it's, a mesh. it's a mesh. You can see through it. I can sit on it, and I'm not sweating or anything, even though it's 25 degrees outside. At least, it's not yeah. because of the chair. I yeah. really like it. It's also a high-quality chair. And uh, one of the things you should do when you're sitting in the same place, in the same room, hour after hour. It, uh, I bought yeah, it two or three years ago, and it's massive improvement to my yeah. uh, office quality. Hmm? I, I always invested a lot in the chair because that's so important for, for how you sit and, and your body and your shoulders and your back and everything. Yeah. And I'm, a good chair easily lasts like 10 years. Uh, and then yeah. you wear it out as eventually. Uh, but then you just buy a new high-quality chair uh, or the same brand <laughs> even. I actually bought it secondhand. Yep. And it was still 5000 So it, it's going to have some mileage in it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and it also looks pretty. Tell us about the screen, Michael. Oh, the screen. Two years ago, I had an iMac Pro, 
I was really happy with it, but it started to make fan noise. Yeah. And there's one thing I'm allergic to, it's fan noise or just those constant sounds that you have in the back. Not that it was very serious and it was only when the computer was working a lot. At least it got me thinking, what would a setup be if I not had an iMac? And then I started the long endeavor of the Pro Display XDR that I ordered in the beginning of January two years ago. Yeah. It took a while before I got it. I paid for it and uh, they made the cash reservation at Apple Store and I bought it. And you, you couldn't find it in Denmark because what I really wanted was to call some uh, Apple partner and say, hey, can I pay for a display and then get it? No, it was not on stock anywhere in Denmark. Oh, no. Or Sweden for that matter. No. I researched that as well. So I had to buy it at the Apple shop and we have accepted your order. Everything is fine. We'll let you know when you're shipping, right? Yeah, not. There was a lot of back and forth and I ran into issues about maxing out on my Visa card and then I had to use debit cards and I had to call a lot of people at Apple and every time that they were ready to ship a display, I got this email, there's a problem with your payment because they had made the reservations and here we're talking about 42,000 Danish kroner screen yeah, and a $1,000 stand. Mm which is that ridiculous price for that stand. But, uh, you know, I could do it, so why not? But I totally maxed out what you can use on your visa for one month, and then, you know, they have reserved the money, so the the money was out of my reach. Then at Apple, they made that reservation for maximum two weeks. Yeah. And then they tried to make a new reservation. And there's a limit to how many times that I mm. could uh, reserve 50K on my primary account. So I actually gave up. I mean, I called people at Apple Support and they couldn't really do that. Let's see, and I have to talk to a manager and blah, blah, blah. And very kind, very sweet, but they couldn't really do anything. So at some point, I gave up. And then I was sitting on a Friday night and drafted a mail to Tim Cook. Said, okay, at least they should know that I can't buy a Pro Display XDR, even though they have reserved all the money. Yeah. So I wrote a nice mail and said, I'm a long-term Apple customer, blah, blah, blah. and. Uh, Wrote them and I thought it was a problem for them that due to all kinds of things out of my control, I could not successfully place an order that would ship on the Apple Store. Mm. That was Friday evening. Monday morning, my phone started to call from an Irish number. And then I picked it up. Yeah, hello, this is Leticia from Tim Cook's executive team. And then stuff started to happen. Yeah. At least I got a person that could do something. And she was very sweet, this Italian woman working out of Ireland. I was a little starstruck that somebody, you know, the mail I wrote to Tim Cook, I don't think he read it, but somebody read it yeah, yeah. and took action on it. And I've said, yeah, yeah. okay, that's pretty cool. It was a very polite shit mail. But also, mm. you know, I, I wrote in the order number so they knew exactly what to do. And I started to speak with Leticia in the beginning, twice a day, two weeks down the road, Maybe only one day. And I have uh, in my archive a hundred mails between her and me about this XDR display and the stand. So after two weeks, suddenly I got the stand. Then I had a $1,000 stand that I could put my 16-inch MacBook Pro on top of. That was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> we talked to the bank. Can we do anything with those reservations? And that was Nets. And uh, they couldn't really do anything. And you know, have you ever tried to call Nets and ask them to cancel a reservation? Not going to happen. So at Nets, that reservation lasts for at least four weeks. So I was kind of in a time lock. 
yeah. uh, that I couldn't do anything on. Then I did a new reservation, used debit cards, which has no upper limit for how much you can do a, as a reservation on your card, So, and that was all fine. And when everything was just about to ship, Letitia called me again. Michael, we have a new problem. And I couldn't really be angry with her because I knew yeah. that she was really working her butt off to get me that screen. And what happened was that the EU changed its production rules for how those screens could be produced in order to be sold in the EU. So Apple had to do a change of the assembly line. Okay, I'm hit by uh, banks and now also EU legislation. Yeah, they don't want you to have that screen. They don't want me to have that screen. <laughs> it was just so, oh, no, 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 no. So that took another three weeks. So I ordered in January, long story short, I'll cut it a little short now. I got the screen, I think, three months later. And 100 emails, and I don't know, I mean, more than 100 phone calls uh, with everybody yeah. from banks to Apple executives to Leticia and, and finance and production and everything was involved. So I was uh, very happy when I got a notification mail from uh, DHL that my screen had now left Apple. Because that was the whole thing, right? I was pretty convinced that uh, once it got out of Apple, yep. all those issues would be solved and uh, it would only be relying on uh, DHL. And from Shanghai to Fransborg, it took two days, 48 hours, mm. and I had the screen. And when I had it, I had a Friday evening call with Leticia, and we uh, over the phone we had a glass of red wine together, and she told me that I was up for compensation. So I got these AirPod Max headphones as a compensation gift from Apple for my patience and for being a nice person. So cool. like them a lot, right? They're pretty cool headphones. Yeah. yeah. It was quite a journey to follow. I didn't get as many calls and emails as Leticia, but I <laughs> was following quite closely and a lot of updates. And yeah. now it's Oh, yeah. now it's not. Now it's not. It may ship soon, and they just told me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. what I really like is that you can write a mail to the CEO. and says, okay, I gave up, I'm sorry, but I think you should know. And then something happens. I like yeah. that. It wouldn't happen everywhere, I think. At least that's what I tell myself. And the thing is that uh, the story actually almost repeated itself when I was uh, into my uh, into the situation. The studio, yeah. With the studio. And when I gave up, I gave out on Apple support and customer support or retail support, whatever they called them. I spoke with people everywhere that couldn't really do anything. And yeah, yeah. Called Letitia and got it fixed. She is my Italian Apple fixer. <laughs> so I have three pieces of equipment in my desk setup that have close ties to this Italian executive rep, which is my headphones, my uh, XDR display, and my Mac Studio. That's how it is. Yeah. But Michael, where is your Mac Studio? I can't see it on the pictures. No. Or on the picture, I should say. It is actually on some of the old construction pictures that you have seen that I've given yeah. you. But then I got this idea that I would like to have a cable free disk, at least disk surface. So uh, when I was in the summer house the other day, I designed a little shelf that I could built into my wooden desk underneath of it. So now it's hanging under my desk, not standing there on the corner. And there are two reasons for it. There was a lot of rumors on fan noise from the Mac Studio. I haven't really heard anything about it. 
And then I thought that now I'm done looking at it, I can put it under the desk, and it also gets a little less dusty hanging down there. So there it is. I just rearranged my cables. Cool. So if you could change anything with your desk setup, what would that be? As you guys, I would say I don't know anything. I have this little uh, glass with pens. Yeah, that annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> I would remove it completely. I would, I mean, yeah. and from the desk. I, if yeah. I were you, I would probably put it on the shelf on the top. Yeah, maybe. Next to the candle or on the shelf to the left. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that would clean up your your desk even a little bit more. And maybe move the bell over there instead. Yeah, I could put the bell over there, or I could actually put the pens on the little shelf I have that where we started the journey on my desk. Yeah, I'd actually stand there. Too. All right, I will do that. That's a commitment. What do you think, Jens? I think we should ask Sebastian when we meet him and get some good advice on how to store your new handwritten equipment yeah. coming yeah. from from Germany. Yeah, let's yeah. take that on the summer camp. On the back, I have two 10 gigabit switches mounted below the cable trays and everything. So um, I may not have any cables on top of my desk, but I certainly have a ton of cable for audio equipment, for microphones, for speakers, for scarlets, and for Ethernet, because I run a 10 gigabit uh, network, which is stowed nicely away. It is uh, really cool switches that is rock solid, giving me 8 gigabit ports. I use some of those for uplinks to my firewall and connecting, interconnecting the switches. They don't have a fan. They don't say anything. They are really low on power consumption. I like those. And I think I got them stowed pretty nicely away. What do you think? My problem is that my table is not in front of the wall, so um, mm. I need to figure out how to hide cables. Remind you guys, in Sweden you can go to Loppis, and in Denmark you can go to you know somewhere where... The, there's a lot of old desks up for sales. I only paid 500 kroner for this one. You can do a lot of stuff with those old, high-quality things that not cost you a fortune. Yeah. The Loppis season is actually starting now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, just get out there. Yeah, get out there and set up a new desk. Or oh, a new old desk. Right. Yeah, that's my desk roundup, I think. So now your setup is uh, is fixed and, and no new purchases. I have given that a lot of thought. I don't know actually what it would be. There's nothing immediate that I need. I think that the microphone arm is ugly from an aesthetic point of view, but uh, it works really well. And we haven't talked about my microphone, but that's a short story. It's an SMB7, sure, as the same as Martin has. Yeah, Yeah. it is a nice dynamic microphone. So it's uh, quite forgiving when it comes to an environment where you have a little bit of echo. And which was the reason why I purchased it? Because I had another nice microphone, which was a Neumann TLS-102. Also a pretty microphone. Yeah. But it was not a dynamic microphone, and it picked up a lot of echo. So I think I improved my sound quality a lot. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's a big difference in, in, uh, in how much of the surrounding this microphone picks up compared to what you had before. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, that one has gone to a friend at Fyn, DTD Body. So it's, uh, it's been given away. That's a really nice gift to, to receive, a Neumann microphone. I hope he appreciates it. I think he does. Good stuff. That concludes my desk. I think any more questions to that simple setup? 
I don't think it's that simple, but it's uh, it looks simple, but it's it's quite advanced if you pull your desk out and look at all the stuff behind. But it it looks really really nice. Yeah. Uh, I would say. Yeah, it's a good workspace. I think that is the important thing, right? That you have a space that you feel comfortable in, so that when you are in flow or you're working, that you don't get distracted of things. Yeah. Um, and I mean that's why I have a lot more on my desk. Yeah that is at least visible but i use all of it and i want to have it close by good guys it's as always it's nice to to chat with you guys and and see what happened to your your setup so um um let's uh let's round it off here and uh, as usual if you guys want to see more of of me you can find my personal blog that I probably haven't updated for the updated for the last year or so at martinhagen.se. But eventually there will be a new blog post, I think, out there. Or listen to, to my other thing I do sometimes. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Martin Hagen. And Jens, you can find on Twitter on J-E-H-P-E-T. And Michael can be found on Twitter as well as D-R-E-V-E-S. You can find the whole crew on uh, Twitter, on Smarter Tech, or you can look at the Discord server that we have, where there's a link in the show notes. Thank you for today, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.